Hey, we're here. We are. We're thankful. We're thankful that you're on the show. Yes, we are. I am Pastor Pat Rankin with my co-host and friend, the living legend, Mike Wood Sr. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing great, thank you. I like that living part, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say, uh, Jesus, right? I want to thank everybody for uh, this week. Uh, um, our, what am I saying? our fall festival <clears throat> showing up at our fall festival out at the Winfield location and then out here at the bonfire got to see you there man that uh, was a great night what, wasn't what, that fun what was your take on the whole deal just fellowship friendship and uh mm-hmm. having a good time and piles of food huh oh yeah piles and piles of food hey if you were there sure, uh, sure. and you brought food uh, thank you so much. And if you are on the show, share the show. Tell somebody about it. We are excited. Uh, Scott Metcalf is on the show. Carol Jones is on the show. Uh, tell us what your favorite part of the bonfire was. I like just being out there, um, you know, just kind of having a good time. Um, watching that food, fire, wasn't it? Watching the fire. Yeah, yeah it is. That was fun. Uh Eating an apple fritter was good. Had a hot dog, and then I had the <laughs> ultimate that. from Sean Scene Swoboda. They she did. brought chicken leg. Those were massive. They were. Chicken leg wrapped in bacon, and they smoked it. Yep. Did you have one? Yes, I did. It was great. I mean, how dish. could you turn it down? You could. You could wrap your foot in bacon <laughs> and eat it. So thank you, Chantine Swoboda and the Swoboda family for bringing some more wonderful things to the uh, bonfire. And also you, Carol Jones, thank you and Lynn for being there. Uh, I want to say hello to Donna Shadrowski. we got a great show for you today. It's all about being thankful. Mike, start us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you ever so much for allowing us to be here this morning to spread your word and gospel. We just ask that everyone have a great day, happy day, and uh, ask you to look after us. Mm-hmm. Show us the right way to live and uh, keep us accountable for our actions. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all be kind to one another. In Jesus' precious name we pray and ask. Amen. Amen and amen. Um, so we'll start off just kind of, we're talking about being thankful. And this month, we'll be talking about the, the ben- and we'll say hello to Roxanne Galati, and we'll say hello to Junior Evans, the benefits of being thankful. What are the benefits of being thankful? We'll start off, I asked you earlier before the show started, Mike, uh, if you would tell us what uh, you're thankful for most in your life, or just a couple of things. I'm thankful that uh, I got to know Christ. Mm-hmm. And I know he has a plan, knows everything, but it took a while, but hey, mm-hmm. once you get it, you get it, yeah. you know, and uh, knowing, the Lord is, knowing the Lord as your Savior, you know you always have someone you can uh, speak to, trust, and follow, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, also... Uh, but knowing that whatever's happening, it's going to be better tomorrow. Just keep your faith and love in Jesus Christ. Yeah, that is good. Um, let us know what you're thankful for. I want to say hi to uh, Terry Burek, Tiffany Short, 
Uh, Mandy Schulte's on. Like I said before, Junior Evans is on. Sean Seen Swoboda, thank you. Roxanne Galati and Donna Shadrowski, Carol Jones, Scott Metcalf, all of you wonderful people on the show. Thank you so much. Um, tell us what you're thankful for this morning. We went around my Bible study last night. Had two tables full of people and just kind of went around. <clears throat> and there's a reason for me asking you to do this. Uh, Shelby Johns want to say hello to Shelby this morning, and I'll get back to it after we do some of our prayer requests. But tell us what you're thankful for, and then we will talk about um, the benefits of being thankful. So let me put on my specs here. We'll go to the Have Bible Will Travel prayer wall. Hopefully you guys got your prayer request up there. If you don't, please put them on the show. Uh, share the show. Tell somebody we're talking about the benefits of being thankful. Brad Cottrell's on the show. So we're going to start off with Ryan Walker's prayer. Uh, but, but, but Leo Stone uh, praying for him. He has pneumonia. wasn't doing good. Uh, but, but, but he's doing a little better. They brought him out of sedation. So let's keep Leo Stone. And we do pray for these guys. So you just know uh, for sure we are praying for him. Uh, Tiffany Short says she's thankful for her kids. Uh, we got an anonymous prayer results on a CT scan for uh, this person. Uh, no surgery. <clears throat> and pray for uh, her daughter or this person's daughter, Kathy. Um, and all that's going on there. Please pray for Bill William. Wants to pray for his wife, Linda, as stage four lung cancer. Mary Van Griff. Would like prayers for Slingshot, uh, working with the transplant coordinator. Mm. Uh, so we're praying for that. Um, and uh, obviously, we're just going to continue to encourage him. Um, praying for uh, Karen Gaynor's great nephew, Harlem. Uh, Harlem. He's four years old and is battling a fever. So we're praying for that. He's at Children's. Uh, Jen Bennett, praying for... Uh, a uh, friend, po, Poblito, how do you spell that? Uh, how do you pronounce it? Po, Poblito? I'm yeah. going to say Poblito. And I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that right. Poblito uh, Treads Joe <clears throat> for her biopsy to be normal. Okay, pray for that. Dawn Nash, uh, praying for Dawn, uh, healing for Michael Nash. Um, and also want to lift up my buddy Johnny Moore. Hopefully you're watching mm -hmm. the show. Pam Baumgartner says she's thankful for Have Bible Travel. We're asking everybody this morning what you're thankful for because that's what this whole month is, talking about being thankful and the benefits. Yeah. The benefits. There's actually benefits in being thankful. Um, Stephanie Ellis wants to pray for her boyfriend. And um, Stephanie Ellis also wants to pray for all the police and the EMT and the firefighters as well. And um, we're praying for my buddy Matt Lacey out there today. Matt, hopefully you and your family are doing good today. Um, let me go back through this other page, guys. I'll be right with you. Uh, we're praying special prayers for baby Bodie today. Um, and let's see, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're praying for this person for their Thanksgiving and um okay mike i think i'm caught up here on the prayer list yeah, uh, more. uh praying for kathy becker and donna and jr and praying for jr too okay um 
Let's see. Shelby John says she is thankful for her family, uh, her husband, uh, who brought her coffee in bed. That's awesome. Van Baumgartner says she's thankful for the Have Bible Travel family. And Dennis Shriver, <coughs> who is watching from Casa Grande, uh, Casa Grande in Arizona. Mike, lift him up in prayer uh, this morning, and we'll get our show going. Dear Heavenly Father, as we sit here and say, Jib, we are petitioning you. We ask that you continue to bless us, continue to heal us, continue to love us, and let us love you the way you love us. Mm-hmm. We're just so thankful for being here. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're asking for healing for everyone out there this morning. Because mm-hmm. we all got some kind of issues, or we wouldn't be human. We just ask and pray that you continue to lead us and guide us. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Get yourself warmed up because we're getting ready to get into it. We're talking about being thankful. Make sure you participate in this. There's a benefit to it. Donna Shadrowski says, I am thankful for... Uh, so many of God's blessings. One, I am extra grateful for the Lord is giving us our grandchildren to raise. So that's good. And uh, I get to see them and you out there, Donna. So thank you for being uh, out at our Winfield location. Brad Control says, thankful for the presence of the Holy Spirit and, her loving, and his loving wife and church family. All right. So participate, participate. Um, so I was doing some studying. You know, I kind of thought of this a couple of days ago. And uh, the girls in the office put up a Facebook challenge, uh, a Facebook thankful challenge. All right. Here's what it is. Yesterday was day one, and it says start a gratitude jar or a journal. Add one thing each day that you are grateful for. If there is more than one person in your family, give each person different colored paper. I really like that because it's something you can go back and reflect on. Because we don't, we don't, we definitely don't uh, take enough time to be thankful. We are always in such a hurry uh, as a world that we never have time to slow down. And, and and tell God or tell somebody how thankful you really are. Oh, yeah. So sure. this is a good one. Let me look at day two. That's the day we're on right now. And I'll read a couple more and then we'll get going. Go out of your way to help someone today. Okay. Go out of your way to help someone today. So Mike brought me a cup of coffee this morning, as he always does. So I am very thankful uh, that Mike goes out of his way on Wednesday mornings to... Um, bring coffee in so i am definitely thankful for that and i'm thankful for you and your wife mike and and all you guys do thankful so much um it's just a it's just a wonderful day today so go out of your way uh today to um to help somebody and i'll just read a couple more and we'll get going day three is going to be so make sure you get on facebook and share send a loved one or a handwritten note uh, and then day four, offer someone a heartfelt compliment. So mm-hmm. it doesn't take, it doesn't cost you anything to compliment somebody. No, it doesn't. Uh, find something that you you love about them. Uh, she said, Roxanne Gladys said, "Thankful my electric is now on uh, to get this furnace working right." All right. So let's talk about the benefits of being thankful. So that's what the show's about. So I did a study on some things. 
and um, it talks about all the problems that we have in this world. All right. Um, a lot of a lot of the things that people struggle with are actually related to their disposition in life. Things like heart disease, PTSD, um, chronic pain, risk of disease, sleep, anxiety, uh, depression, your immune system, uh, all of that, your, your mental health and all that can all be, all of this stuff can be linked to having a bad attitude, ungrateful attitude, or just a bad disposition about life. Mm -hmm. let, and, and, and before you sound off, let me ask you this. Have you ever been around somebody that is always ungrateful? Always never has happy about anything. Never happy about anything and always has bad news. I'm asking you that question. Yep. I want you to respond. Okay. After you respond... What is it that these people bring to the table when you come to get around them? And we know that the 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 seasons are coming up, the Thanksgiving and the Christmas. Let's say, and I'm just going to call them, I always use Debbie and Donnie Doomsday, so it doesn't have nothing to do with the name. But what happens when Debbie and Donnie Doomsday come around you, Mike, And whether it's a holiday or it's a... Uh, you know, whatever it is. Kind of like putting a cloud over your party, isn't it? Yeah, just kind of like <laughs> draping a wet blanket over you. It yeah. just, say this with me, guys, it's draining. Yeah. It's, it's very, <clears throat> it's very, I won't say depressing, it's very, um, it's just, it's draining. It's very draining when you got somebody around you that is constantly in a bad mood, isn't thankful for anything. Now, to help you with this, let me ask you this. Have you ever been around somebody that had kids that are ungrateful? It's a lot easier to see it through a kid because they're very genuine about their disposition than it is a grown-up because they always have a way of, of trying to mask it or push it off on somebody else. When a kid is ungrateful... They just, they just flat out, we, we've got a name for them. We call them brats, <laughs> don't you? I mean, let's just be honest. And, and it doesn't, it's not anybody's one particular child. It's just a child's disposition. When they're ungrateful for something, doesn't that just ruin the, the party? Like when you're doing a party for a kid mm -hmm. and a bunch of people bring in presents and the kid says, he don't like something. What does everybody in the room think of? Tell me that. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that, huh? What do you think of a kid that's ungrateful about a present? They probably receive too much, or just some people that it's hard to get them happy, isn't it? Here's what I say. If you're not going to be thankful for what we've got you, I'll take it back, and don't worry about me ever getting anything for you again. Amen. Amen. Even if you got two of them, you don't ever have to. You don't ever have to tell somebody, "Oh, oh I already got one of those." Yeah. Why? Why do you got to say that? If somebody brings you a present, let's say it's a T-shirt, or let's say it's a tie, or let's say it's a, uh, 
bag of beef jerky. Mm. You don't want to say, oh, I just bought one. You mm. say, thank you. Right. Because it changes your disposition mm. and it changes their disposition. It gets you in a good mood. It, 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 it lets them know you're grateful. And then them people won't have a hard time helping mm. somebody else next time. Amen? Absolutely, you can. Guys, let me tell you something. There's enough negative in the world besides us adding to it. Amen to that. Thankfulness is something that God wants us to share. Mm -hmm. Thankfulness is the way we need to be. And I'm getting ready to go into a whole litter of Scripture. I'm just trying to set you up for it. Be thankful. If somebody gives you something, you don't need to tell them you already got one. Somebody gives you a pen, take it. Somebody gives you a Bible, take it. Thank them. They're trying to do you a favor. They're trying to, you know, whatever. If you go to somebody's house, eat what they've cooked. <laughs> huh? That's exactly right. You just yeah. eat whatever they cook. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, why, why do you got to turn up your nose after somebody's worked hard on a meal and then and then ask everybody's got to ask everybody all the time to go around the table do you like this what the heck does that mean do you like this it's food how can you not like it what are you so spoiled that you can't sit down and eat it or, or act like you like it or whatever tell me that that's that's so that's so that's so it's oh my gosh it is so can you imagine if someone said do you like it and they said no i don't uh, would you ever say anything like that? I would never say that. I wouldn't either. Uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm a stickler on this because I'll tell you what it does. It puts everybody in a bad mood. Yeah. You're going around, what, do you like it? What do you mean? It's food. How can you not like the food? You just eat it anyways. You don't like it? It's okay. You got to sit there and ruin everybody else's time, do you? Be thankful that they even invited you to the house. Be thankful that the air's on. Be thankful that you got a cold glass of water. Be thankful that you, you know, maybe you don't like the sweet potatoes, but you like the rolls. Just, just handle it. Yeah, just take what you like. How about being in a boxing match? Oh, I got to be in the front row. If I'm not in the front row, I'm not happy. Well... I'll tell you about this boxing match coming up. If you don't get there early, you ain't going to get in the front row because it's general admission. Mm. Does that mean you don't like the fight? Right. Guys, I'm a, so that's a sidebar. I'm just going to let you know right now. If you don't get your ticket and get there early, you ain't going to get in because it is jam-packed. Jam-packed. Promise you. Yes, it is. What do you think? How many tickets have your son already sold? I mean, they're talking about it like it's wildfire. Yeah, over 200, I believe. Oh, it's, yeah. To, uh, in uh, 20 fights. You ever seen that many fights in one place? It's going to be a big one, isn't it? Yeah. All right, let's get into it. All we right. got to start talking. Hey, Gary Harden's on the show. Molly Trot's on the show. Greg Johnson's on the show. Uh, Greg, give me a call. We'll do lunch. Uh, Kara Glass says, God, God bless you all. I humbly thank you for being real. I can't. 
and not watering anything down. I can't. I I don't know any other way of speaking or talking or preaching. Mm -hmm. I'm not the guy. You want watered down or somebody to sugarcoat things and all? I'm not that guy, man. I, I mean, Pam <laughs> uh, Baumgartner says some people are very negative and bring a lot of issues on themselves. Yes, you're right, Pam. Praise God. Uh, having health issues can't always be explained away. Absolutely not. Uh, not being grateful, negative, not being close to God. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, Thomas, how you doing, brother? Uh, I got this shirt from Mike Singer. I thought about you when I put it on. Really? Yeah. Did you know I'm in the Lord's Army? And I'm, uh, I'd love to serve. What's it say on the front? Glad to serve. Called to serve. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Thomas. Uh, Molly Trot, yes. Um, be thankful. Darn keeps buffering. Tim Roth is on the show. Debbie Downers. Shabby John says, oop, yes, it's hard to be around them. They bring negativity and heaviness, but I enjoy trying to lift them up. Uh, it is draining. All right, I'm going to explain what I was saying. Pam Baumgartner picked up on some. Um, yeah, it's not. The health issues aren't just related to mm. attitudes absolutely not um what they're saying is is like i believe a lot of things can be regulated uh whether it be your sleep or things like that by your attitude going for a walk being thankful and stuff like that there's a lot of things we bring on ourselves that we don't need to bring on yourself i don't need to bring on your woes and your cares mm. and concerns in my life right Right. I'll pray for you, I'll help you, I'll do what I can, I'll walk with you, I'll give you a ride to the doctor or whatever, and all that stuff, I'll do all that, But and I need to be thankful, because the other day I wasn't, I was kind of complaining to my wife, and then God God told me, he said, man, you ought to be thankful that you're healthy. Hey, amen to that. Um, so anyways, God God caught me off guard there. Uh, so that's all I'm saying. Uh, Gary says it, that's Psalm 118, 24. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So there's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of health benefits to it. There's a lot of mental benefits to being thankful and serving. Um, you know, Jesus, I'll, I'll start with this in Acts 20, 35. Jesus said, it is better to give than to receive. So that, that's part of being, uh, being thankful is I am blessed to have the the physical attributes and and the financial attributes to to give to people when I want to give to people whether it's coffee or a meal or whatever mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for that and I believe that God will bless those uh who are thankful but I, be I believe he'll give you more if you're thankful I mean I don't I don't know you tell me let me ask you guys a question would you give somebody uh something if they weren't thankful for it I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give him something again. That's probably it. Because last time, you know, last time we were standing around, I went to give you a, a you know, whatever, and you go, "Well, I'm not, you know, I, I don't really like that," and uh, I'm just like, "Woo, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, um, all right, all right." So we're gonna move on. Let's talk about. Let's go to Romans twelve. This is where I want Romans twelve one through twelve. This is fat juicy and it's all there guys so uh, i'm gonna let mike read he's reading out of king james we both got king james today so let her rip mike i 
And I'm going to stop you. you before, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. All right, let me stop you there for just a second. This is your reasonable service. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to stop him as he goes through this, and you guys can read it it's in entirety, but if I don't stop on the way, it's just so many scriptures, so many verses. The Apostle Paul begs the church in Rome to use their lives, their bodies, as a living sacrifice. Be happy with what God is giving you. So we went around the room um, and... Uh, talked about what we were thankful about last night and and aunt we came to aunt jenna she has a niece she said you know she's always so grateful and so thankful for what god has given her and uh i think she's handicapped in a wheelchair he said I, she said i never hear her complain and she said you know i think that's just the attitude that God has given her, mm. and it's just a wonderful attitude to have, and it really, it really brightened my day when I heard that 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 she has this niece that's so, so wonderfully blessed with a thankful attitude. So she's using her life as a living sacrifice. Amen. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, uh, Romans twelve two. Go ahead, Mike. Accept Abel unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two and. Be not conformed to this world. All right, we're going to be here on this one, so go ahead and finish but it. Be yet transferred by renewing your mind that you may prove what is that's good and acceptable and perfect, the will of God. All right, let's pause there for just a second. So read that again uh, to Mike 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, mm -hmm. that you may prove what is that's good and acceptable and perfect is in the will of God. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know. All right, so here we go. So here's here's where we're going to spend some time. So, and I'm trying to see if NLT says it that way too. Uh, Romans 12, 2, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into the person. Okay, so... NLT says it a little different. But King James says, don't conform, but transform. Transform means to take on another form. Listen to me very carefully. The Apostle Paul is telling the Christians not to conform, but transform. Let me say it again. Don't conform, but transform. I think what God is saying here is he wishes that when somebody says they're a Christian, they act like it, they talk like it, they walk like it, and people see it. That's transform. Transform means to take on another form. Mm -hmm. Transform means to take on another form. Now, the world wants you to believe that transforming is something far different than what the biblical definition is. So we take on another form from the inside out. The world wants to transform 
from the outside in. They believe if you train, if if you change the outside, the inside will change. That's not going to work that way. You can put lace on a bowling ball, and it's still a bowling ball. Mm. You can put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. God wants you, who has been transformed from the inside out, to be able to show that, that you actually have new form. And we're going to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So the inside of our heart has been transformed. He's done spiritual heart surgery on me. My mind starts to think different than it used to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's totally different than conform. He says don't conform. Don't adapt or adopt the ways of the world. Don't adapt or adopt the ways of the world. Don't conform to the world. Don't be part of the world. Don't talk like the world. Don't act like the world. Don't watch what the world watches. Mm-hmm. Don't speak like the world speaks. And don't, don't entertain the things that the world entertains. So don't conform, transform. You were going to say. I was going to say, well... Uh, but you be transformed by renewing of your mind. We must start thinking spiritually. Stop. Everybody needs to stop. Right. Quit thinking like you ain't saved. Mm. That's something to say. I, I, I wish somebody was recording this. Think like you are saved. And if you're saved... Just say, yes, I am. I want you to type that in right now. All right? If you are saved, I want you to type that in right now. I am. Think like you're saved. Think like you're saved. If you think like you're saved, you'll start acting like you're saved. No one will have to look at you and go, are you saved? Mm. Uh, that dad don't act, sure ain't like, acting like a Christian. He don't act like a Christian. He says he's a Christian. We say we're a Christian nation. We say that we're Christians. We, we, we say that we're here, but we continue to listen to the music, watch the television programs, drink alcohol, use tobacco, uh, drugs, and all this kind of stuff, and go, yeah, I'm a Christian. Christian means that you're a follower of Christ and you're following the example of Christ. We're supposed to imitate the behavior of Christ. The Apostle Paul says, follow me because I follow him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, this is a Christian nation. If it's a Christian nation, if this is a Christian nation, now it was founded on Christian principles and it used to be a Christian nation, we wouldn't, we wouldn't feel the way we are uh, feeling. Uh, abortion wouldn't be a debate. It would just be a nationwide thing that abortions mm-hmm. are illegal everywhere. It's illegal to kill another human being mm-hmm. if it's a Christian nation. If it's a Christian nation, we would keep marriage holy between one man and one woman. If it was a Christian nation, we would only elect godly, God-fearing leaders. God-fearing leaders, people that go to church, people that profess Jesus as Lord and Savior, and then you can see it in their life. Quit sugarcoating it and say that all these people are Christians when their behavior says otherwise. Amen. Amen. Mm. 
It's so ridiculous. We've got to the point. If if they're heathens, just say you're he. Jesus says, I wish that you would come to me hot or cold, but if you come to me lukewarm, I spit you out my mouth. Well, here's the deal. You, you say people look at you and say, well, it's hard to think of him as a Christian. But also, well, who's, yeah, yeah, who are they? <laughs> but then another point is, uh, they might say, well, you can tell he's not a Christian, right? It depends what you show and what you do in the world, right? I'm, I just, you know, something. I'm, I'm at the point right now, and and here's the thing: God's the judge. Okay. I'm not the judge. You're not the judge. I'm just telling you, if we are a Christian nation. Let's start acting like a Christian nation. Mm -hmm. Let's start voting the way Christ wants us to vote. Let's start walking the way we're uh, supposed to walk and talk and on and on and on. But don't don't just say I'm a Christian to try to cover up to go along to get along. Yeah, I don't know how many times I ever said that. I mean, why, why do you have to tell somebody? Unless you want to uh, talk, tell them about the Lord. Huh? Because we want to use it as a way of covering up our s intentional, habitual, sinful lives. Mm -hmm. We just go, I'm a Christian. I'm do, a Christian. Uh, yeah, I may be doing this now, but really I'm a Christian, right? <laughs> I'm just, we're only two verses into this. God wants us to live a life that is thankful. For him dying on the cross, stop and think about it, guys. This is craziness. The way we're living, the things we've, the things, the things that we've accepted, defunding the police, letting prisoners out, not standing for the flag. If it's a Christian nation, stand for the flag. One nation under God. Mm-hmm. Indivisible. That means we can't be divided, and you're divided by the way that we act. Yes, we stand for the flag. Yes, we stand for we kneel at the cross. Yes, Jesus is Lord. Yes, God shed His grace on thee. Amen. That's how this country was founded. Speaking of that, ain't even got into Thanksgiving yet. Why did the settlers come to America? It takes about one minute to understand that. And what was it? They wanted to come someplace where they could worship. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They founded America, and they gave a Thanksgiving feast. And what were they thankful for? They were thankful for the bounty. They were thankful for meeting each other and all that kind of stuff. So they ended up making a... Uh, well, they uh, had a lot to be thankful for, and they showed their appreciation and love for Jesus by... By having the dinner. Yes. <laughs> Guys, being thankful is far bigger than cooking a turkey. Mm -hmm. I, it means I'm genuinely dang thankful for living in America and being in a church. And I think, I, I tell you what, if we, if we really are thankful for God shedding his grace on thee, I think we need to show God that. Amen. You can't. We sing the songs. Mm -hmm. We raise the flag. We kneel at the cross. It's time for the church to start thanking God for shedding his grace on thee.
And I don't know why he shed. I don't know why he shed his grace on thee. I don't know why, but he did. Grace is favor. God has favor on the United States of America for a reason, so this country can get momentum and 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 be the richest country in the world. So we can take this message out to a lost and dying world all over the world. Go to twelve three, if you would, Mike. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And that is given by the Holy Spirit at the conversion. For as we... What do you give at the conversion? The Holy Spirit. Okay, good. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one member of one another, having then gifts deferring according to the grace that is given to us, whether for prophecy, that us prophesies according to the proportion of faith. Ooh. Another measure in your faith deal. You know, I mean, that's a, our ministry. Let us wait on our ministering, or he who teaches our teaching, or he who exhort our, he gives, let him do it with simplicity. Let me stop you there for what Mike's thought. What, what scripture you on? It's exhortation. Eight. You're on eight. All right, let me read this here real quick. If your gift is encouraging others, be encouraging. All right, so my goal today is to encourage you to be thankful to God first. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. I want to encourage you to be thankful to God first because when Jesus lives inside of you, that, that spirit of thankfulness will continue to rise up if you will stir it up. Be thankful that you're saved. Mm -hmm. Be thankful that you're healthy. Be thankful and then take that and then encourage the guy next to you or the person in your house. Thankful. Thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for washing the car. Thank you for getting groceries. Thank you for cooking my meal. Thank you for cleaning up after me. Thank you for all you got to do. Thankfulness will change the world. Yes, it will. And that's what the Apostle Paul here is saying in 12.8. If your gift is exhortation or encouragement, use it. Why not just say be grateful, not ungrateful? Yeah, I, I can't. Don't get me started on ungrateful again because I, I can't. I can't. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. That's one thing I can't handle is ungratefulness. I, I can't handle it. I, I don't know why people don't every morning jump up and down and shout Jesus that you're living in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. It's the best place in the whole wide world to live, and you know it is. And and God wants to see some thankfulness, and he wants to see some truth, and he wants to see some people committed, and he wants to see some people happy and then sharing that happiness. Right. Okay, Mike, got four more verses to go. So we're on number uh... eight. Number eight. No, number nine. 
Let love be without. What the heck? It's disputation, real, not fridge or hypothetical. That means that. A heart which is evil, cleave to that which hold is on, good. Hold on, hold on. Let me read. i got to interrupt you. Sorry about that. I'm reading, so it, he's reading King James. I'm reading out of NLT just to give you a, a serious, diverse group. You, you, you'll get a nice package here. 12.9 says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Mm -hmm. Don't pretend to love people, really love them. Mm -hmm. Be thankful for them. Hate what is wrong. Or in King James, it would say, hate what is evil. Mm -hmm. Or abhor what is evil. Is that what it says, abhor? Yeah. Abhor means to hate evil. If you see evil, you got to look at it and go, man, I hate that. That is of the devil. That is a, is from it is from the pit of hell. That language, that those actions. I hate what is evil, and I cling to what is good. That's what God's wanting you to do. Take delight in honoring. Uh, I'm sorry, and hold tightly to what is good. All right, Mike, ten ten, please. Be kindly affectionate one to one another, with brotherly love. And honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business. Stop. Not slothful. All over the Bible, and especially in Proverbs, God talks about being slothful, not being, not moving, not motivating, not working, not contributing. Say that with me, contributing. Contribute to society, contribute to your church, contribute to the ministry, contribute to your local officials, mm -hmm. contribute to the to the police force, help out the EMTs, pray for the firefighters. Don't defund them, fund them. Amen. Don't 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 make the military smaller, make it bigger. And and and, and encourage them. Thank you for the job you do. Thank you for your service. Thank you for protecting us. Don't run them down. Who who wants to run the cops down? Who wants to run the police down? They're the ones that are keeping the city safe. They're protecting. Otherwise, it would be a crime-riddled mess like a third-world country. Here's you can't get rid of what is good and what in the protection over the over the city. You know, how many uh, believers now don't have to worry about the cops? Huh? How many believers now don't have to worry about the police? Where, yeah. Hey, when you're uh, running with your crowd or yeah. the world, that's not an issue. Yeah. It's not an issue now. If you're following, if you're fo if you're a law, if you're a law abiding, it's not an issue. No. Nope. You're absolutely right. Well put. Well put. Oh Lord. Okay. So we're going on number twelve. Mm -hmm. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continue instant in prayer. The idea is that we pray about everything continually and be quick to do so. So mm -hmm. you know what? Hey, that's some good advice. Distributing mm -hmm. to the necessity of the saint, given to the hospitality, kindness toward all. Bless them which persecute you and bless and curse not. Rejoice with them who do rejoice and weep with them who weep. Mm -hmm. 16. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condensed to men low estates. Be wise in your own conceits. Amen. All right.
Let's go over to Philippians real quick. Um, and we got to squeeze this in, so stay with us, guys. Uh, I promise it's going to get better. Here we go. Philippians 4 4. And I'm going to read this out of NLT. Michael have it in King James. I want to make sure we squeeze this in. Here's the Apostle Paul. I, I want to I want to read this and then we're going to go back. We're, I'm going to read it real fast. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I'll say it again, rejoice. Let let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Mm. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent, worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learn and receive from me everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the, then the God of peace will be with you. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know that you have always concerned, you've always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live almost with nothing or everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Stop. Here we go. So the, the premise of the whole, just this whole idea from like 4 4 to 413 is the apostle paul's learn how to be thankful in all situations you go okay well big deal the apostle paul first of all is is writing this letter to the church in philippi and he is writing it uh from a roman prison mm -hmm. so the apostle paul says i've learned how to thank god and everything and the apostle paul uh has been up he's been down but most of all the apostle paul if you look at his life for his writings he was drugged outside the city he's been beat he's been shipwrecked he's been persecuted uh who knows i i, I think it's pretty much common knowledge that in, in the end he was probably killed by nero and that was probably a horrible death and and all that and everything he's learned the secret it's like he, he doesn't say secret I, I i'm just kind of saying he's learned the secret of being content in all things well, you know what, your favorite verse there, 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That means whom you draw your strength from, mm -hmm. right? So if uh, we're drawing our strength from the Lord, we've got a pretty good thing to be drawn from, don't we? Absolutely. So, yeah, there you go, and that's the answer. Thank you for bringing that up. He said, I learned this. Let me see what he says exactly. Uh, it's probably down in four... Help me out, guys. We're Bible studying. Uh, 412. He says, I, he does. He said, in, in uh, NLT, he says, I've learned the secret of living in every situation. All right. And what does he say uh, in 12 in King James, Mike? I know both how to be a base and I know how to be, to abound. Mm -hmm. Everywhere in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to be abound and to suffer need. All will come sooner or later, and the negative is not for the lack of faith, but rather for the, our instructions and in righteousness. So even though we don't 
You can't blame it on the faith, but mm -hmm. So he said, I've, I've learned the secret of living in every situation. And wouldn't that be something? Don't you think everybody ought to plug in? If that was on Facebook, if that was on Facebook and, 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 and everybody was reading Facebook, they said, I finally learned the secret. Maybe if a big star, maybe if a big Hollywood star did like a, a 30-day thankfulness thing and they learn the secret of how to be content and how to be happy everybody would plug in and it would be like a new thing they'd have t-shirts and they'd have apps for it and all this kind of i've learned the secret i've learned i finally learned the secret and it's really not sex drugs and rock and roll I've, I've fin nice. yeah i finally learned the secret and then this big star came out and they said, and, and everybody asked, well, what's the secret, big star? What's the big secret? And they said, Jesus. Yeah. Everybody probably go, oh. What do you mean, oh? I thought it was a Christian nation. I thought you were Christians. Didn't you tell us that you were Christians? If, if, if you know the secret is Jesus, why don't we share it and go the secret to happiness, mm -hmm. the secret to peace, the secret to learn how to live in any situation is Jesus Christ and you being thankful Amen to, that. to him and yeah. for him and what he's done for you. Be thankful for that. Praise the Lord. Don't be a brat. Don't be don't be a brat. Tell your neighbor, don't be a brat. Be thankful. We heard it from Hollywood. And they're, 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 we finally learned the secret. Secret of being happy is it's, Jesus. And it's from Hollywood. And, it's, and we've learned it from the woke society. They finally have all collaborated together. And we finally learned the secret of being content. It's not doing your own thing. And it's not sleeping around with everybody in the world. It's not changing your identity and your gender. It's not defunding the police. It's not letting people go out on cash bail. It's not It's not, not all that. We tried all that. The secret is in Christ Jesus. Yes, it is. Open up your heart. Let him soften it. Huh? Oh, my gosh. I, I just, I, I just, I wonder what in the world does God think when he looks down here on planet Earth? He's got to he's got to put his head in his hand and go like this. What in the world are they doing I down made there? Them an image of me. I made them in my image, and I sent them preachers. I sent them. No, I sent. I sent what they done with it. I've sent Paul. I sent Noah. I sent Billy Graham and D.L. Moody and all these great preachers. What the heck is going on? Mm -hmm. What the heck is going on? He said, I, I sent you the word. You guys have seen my son crucified on the cross at Calvary. What the heck is going on? Well, we got away from you, God, because we could, you know, we thought this is, this is 2022. Mm -hmm. Haven't you heard? And God's going, yeah, haven't you heard? You guys are nuts. Huh? Isn't that why he wiped out, wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah? Mm -hmm. Because they just tried it their own way? Wasn't that a mess? Amen to that. He just wiped the whole place out. Um, anyways, let's see. Be thankful for all things good, bad, and indifferent. Roxanne says, all would be sad. Um, 
So let me know what you think about that. What what would happen if a big star from Hollywood, let's see what Caitlin says, because this world is about instant gratification. They don't want to work hard at something or be selfless. There you go. She coined it today. They don't want to be selfless and give glory to God, mm -hmm. to the Lord. If a big star, tell me what this, we'll end the show with this, guys. If there was a big star from Hollywood that came out and a hashtag, I got the secret, everybody would tune in. And then they said, and this rock star finally said, the secret is Jesus. Mm -hmm. What do you think the, the audience or the world would think then? What what I what would be the believers response? would be hollering and screaming and amen amen. Yeah, but what about the rest of the world? They, uh, you know, that's what's with that guy. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's something to think about. It is something to think about, but you know, because you never know. I think we're all born with some goodness in us, and uh, we want to believe. You know, it's just that. Uh, so many things out there trying to get you not to believe. Let's see, put this out. I know the secret. I spoke secret. E-R-T? Huh? Put a T on it. T? That don't, that don't look right. I'm going to send it out anyway. If it's spelled wrong, it's on mic. <laughs> How do you like that? That's a they good would idea. Try to hey, there you go. Caitlin goes, they would try to cancel Hollywood star and try yeah, to silence yeah. him or her. Amen. I never thought of that. Right. That would be. He's having a breakdown. He's having, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I don't know what. Mike, I, I guess it's time for us to roll on. We know the secret, and it's no secret at all. Jesus Christ, the only one that can bring you peace. Dear God in heaven, <laughs> King of kings, Lord of lords, we just love you so much and appreciate everything you do in our lives, and we're so thankful that you're healing us people out there in this nation. We ask that you continue to bless us as we honor and give you thanks and glory every day. Mm -hmm. We ask that you continue to show people mm -hmm. that you still is why you're our Lord and Savior for all that you do in our lives and all that we got to be thankful for. Thank you, Lord. We ask for healing for those needing healing, <coughs> strength for those needing strength, and wisdom and guidance for those needing that. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Hey, guys, uh, don't forget about our 30-day thankful challenge. Day two uh, is all about go out of the way to help somebody. Share the good news of Jesus. Hope to see you this weekend. Remember two things. What is that? Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. See you this weekend, guys.